When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Hi there. Welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because prayer warriors are needed greatly. Tonight we're looking at Blessed by Your Enemies. That's right, you heard it, Blessed by Your Enemies. This is a reading from Joe Olstein's book, How All Things Are Working for Your Good. Blessed in the Darkness. How All Things Are Working for Your Good. Blessed in the Darkness. Lord, if you're a T.I., you, 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 you just got to have hear this reading tonight, Blessed by Your Enemies. How, In other words, how can this sick program bless us? It's very hard to see that, but we're going to take a look at it. Um, how could a, a criminal, basically, assassination program, unregulated, government-endorsed program bless you? Let me just say, uh, let's take a look at this reading. But I will say that what the devil meant for bad, God can use for good. If you're really in this program, there's, a, you know, God can just use this program to change your life. Um, you'll definitely be a better person. You will definitely mature up. Um, you'll find out you weren't created to gallivant across this earth. You were created with purpose if you're in this program. Most TIs probably never knew that they had a whole human rights background. This program hits you. You're willing to wear a flag on your head on behalf of human rights. So um, what the enemy meant for bad, God can use for good, and that's why we're take, taking a look at Blessed by Your Enemies. Let's take a look at one of the scholars' perspective, Joe Osteen. How does he think that our enemies can actually bless us? So, Lord... Just teach us to be patient in the midst of this program. That is such a key uh, factor. Lord, teach us to be patient with life, with people, with myself. I sometimes try to hurry too much, and I push for answers before the time is right. Lord, teach me to trust your sense of timing rather than my own and to surrender my will to your greater and wiser plan. Amen. That's a uh, little reading I had here. Remember that patience, endurance, long-suffering. What is long-suffering? Long-suffering is patient endurance through trials. Mm. TI program, patient endurance through trials. And God will not bring you where he cannot take you out of it. So if we're in it, there's a way out. But the growth that God has for us obviously weighs more than every atrocity associated with this program. It also means we're blessed, highly favored, or he's got an agenda. He has some plans for us. And, the you know, these demons know it, and they're trying to stop us. They chose us. We didn't choose them. So... They saw something very godly in each targeted individual, or else you really wouldn't be a targeted individual. So with that being said, let me say a prayer, particularly for those that have given up, that may not be as strong, 
those that have turned atheists. I know some TIs that just, they just, you know, I mean, they just, it's, you can't believe, if you look at this with an earthly eye, you'll go crazy. You'll How in the world could this be allowed on earth? You know, that's when you have to understand this. This is you're in spirit. This is a spiritual program, and the devil's a lie. That's why they want people empty. They're advocating everything away from God. They're creating laws away from God. They want to be the only spiritual people. In all reality, if you look at the whole CIA background um, from. Uh, when was it? Uh, the guy that was in there, Hoover, I think. They had the CIA people running around. They had a secret committee. They said they only had top-notch secret. That whole CIA secrecy, top-notch scientists with secret stuff, that's spiritual. That is Satanist. That's their top-notch secret. They're dealing in the spiritual realm with dark forces. And this, they're getting master funding. Now, you mix that with master funding for the government, and that's why you have a bunch of nuts trying to take over the world. You use spiritual forces with, with master dollars, unlimited dollars, dollars out of thin air, money out of thin air. You have a bunch of nuts working for the devil, trying to take over the earth. There's no secret knowledge. There's no big time, you know, something that, that cannot be figured out. And they, they've just been doing it for so long, you know. And they've, they've you know, de- developed expertise in it. They've got, they've t- they control the law departments. That's key. Uh, they got access to the entire judiciary. They got access to the entire legislative branch. And they got the access by acting as who prepare the offices for the new people to come in, you know. So they were able to set up all kinds of booby traps. The devil is a liar. The devil is a ripoff. So we come together, God, to give you praise and honor and thank you, Lord, for the ultimate special knowledge, the ultimate enlightenment, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the Word of God, which is living and working righteously according to your will because you are the creator of all. You you even created that 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 you know, that thing, Satan. And that, Lord, we put him right where he belongs, Heavenly Father, in your hands. That's why we know that you, God, can make our enemies be our footstool. That you can make our enemies be a blessing. Because what the devil meant for bad, God can use for good. There's a lot of growth in this program. There are a lot of areas that we never knew we were created for. Human rights. This program will give you a big heart for compassion. You'll look at homeless people differently. You'll look at babies that have suffered differently. A whole different perspective. A whole different perspective. You, you, you get a better eye for evil. And I ask you, God, to give the strength to those TIs to not just look at this in the earthly realm because you can't understand it. The magnitude of evil is is not comprehensible because it is something that's from a different realm. It's from a spiritual realm. 
humans don't. God didn't create us in our human nature, our earthly nature, to be that evil. They have to be talking to our outside forces to incorporate some of the magnitudes of uh, wickedness that are exemplified in this program. But, God, we pray for those demons, Heavenly Father, that they go back to the abyss that they came from, Lord, that you're the blood of Jesus Christ just directs every one of those demons trying to stop God's people to go back to the abyss, God. But we pray, Heavenly Father, most importantly, that your people, praying people, become more enlightened and more aware of eugenics and make this thing a priority to deal with, to remove off this earth, to stop the funding for deadly laboratories, deadly injections, all of this that the demons are using, Heavenly Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against every curse that these demons have put on this nation to usurp authority they do not have, to simulate to try to simulate God's laws by using their laws. I plead the blood of Jesus against every curse they put on the executive branch, the legislative branch, the judicial branch. Every curse they put on our governance structures, I come against it through the blood of Jesus Christ. I decree and declare that those curses shall be null and void. I plead the blood of Jesus against them writing the curse, and then putting it in fruition through the media and then having it manifested through the blood of Jesus Christ. I call it null and void. I call every single thing they've put out here to harm and hurt people for it to come back to them according to your will, Most High God, to teach them a lesson of wickedness. And most importantly, so they can know that you are the all-sovereign God. You are the creator of all. God, we give you the praise and the glory, though, for you being God. And though these people have done these horrific things, Lord, you've covered your people, God. God, we thank you for this thing called a hedge of protection. And we decree and declare, Heavenly Father, that that hedge of protection will be extended to our bloodlines, our children and our children's children, our nieces and nephews, we call them blessed and highly favored, that they will be men and women of God, that these spiritual warfare uh, criminal projects will have no bearing on them, that they will come out stronger, men and women in the word of God. God, we just praise you, Heavenly Father, for every rescue you brought us through, every coverage you brought us through. See the blood of Jesus over that car. This is the second car these demons have interfered with. I plead the blood of Jesus over safety. I plead the blood of Jesus over uh, exposure. I plead the blood of Jesus for the world to be able to see that they cannot authenticate original papers. There is no title, new title for that car. And I plead the blood of Jesus if I, when I go to court that no judge will try to confuse the issues at hand, that there is no authentic papers on that card to show that it is new and not salvaged. 
I plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. Lord, I give you the praise and the glory in advance for turning things around. I give you the praise and the glory, God, for using this program to bring us together to know that we need prayer, that we're not out here alone. I give you praise and glory, Heavenly Father, that what that devil thought was bad, you're using it for good. I thank you for the privilege of prayer, to be on a Friday night, Heavenly Father, praying, praying, praying for the nation, praying for our loved ones, praying for the gift of longevity, praying for the gift of compassion, praying, Heavenly Father. I thank you for the privilege. I give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. I thank you for my being sisters that are always ready to pray. Uh uh-uh, please. Please. Somebody. Lord, I give you the praise. Glory. I just thank you, Lord, for being such an awesome God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, and I praise your holy name, and I ask you, Lord, that this reading be a blessing, Heavenly Father, to our participants, downloaders, listeners, Heavenly Father, let it bless somebody in this. Let it help them to know that they can be blessed by their enemies. God, give the TI community the strength to endure this, the atrocities associated with this program. Most importantly, let them know, Lord, that this is beyond the earthly realm. Let them find countermeasures in the spiritual realm worshiping you and understanding that when praises go up, blessings come down, that you are the control of it all. You may not like it, Heavenly Father, but it's here, and it's here for a reason. Let us learn the lessons, God, after learning this sick program. God, we give you the praise. God, we give you the glory. You brought us through another week, and we thank you, God, for the week coming before us. We decree and declare to break all plots and plans of the enemy. Tear it up, dismantle whatever plot and plan they have, that we may continue to praise your name, that we may do your work on this earth, Lord. Lord, we honor you. We praise you. We exalt you. We worship you, Heavenly. In the name of Jesus, amen. Maybe um I'm trying to see what the pipeline with the snoring stop. I'm just I'm not snoring still there. Let's see. Nope. I didn't stop it. Give me a second. I'm trying to find out where it's coming from. Must be this one. Hold on. Okay, I think this is it. Uh uh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I got rid of the. I got rid of that snoring. I think that was Andrea. She said she was sleepy. Okay, Nancy, and then Anne, I'll um, unmute, and then uh, you we can you can pray. Nancy. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, you want to pray? Yes. Let me start. Yeah. Well, I just okay. finished. Right. I, know, I heard you, Father. That's what I meant. I'm sorry, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I just come to a prayer with my sisters tonight, Father. Just 
thanking you, Father, that you're God, just thanking you, Father, that we could come together just to lift our voices to you and just acknowledge you, Lord, and to worship you and praise you and thank you for being for being God, Father, just thanking you for the opportunity, Lord, because your words said we're two or three gathered, but there you are in the midst. Father, right now I just pray for our community, Lord, the um, the targeted community, Father. I just pray an extra dose, a double, a triple dose of the Holy Spirit, Father, that will lead and guide them into uh, all targeted people, into all truth, Father. I thank you that you're um, developing a relationship with each one of them, uh, the targeted people, Father. I know you're the Bible, your word says that some need, um, that um, uh, knock and the door will be open, seeking you shall find. Father, I just pray and ask that you that you come in and sup with them, Lord God, because we know that the day is evil and just full of all kinds of calamity, Father, just laid before people, uh, um, Father. And I just pray and ask you, God, to keep them safe, Father, keep all targeted people safe, Father. I pray, uh uh, against demonic forces, Father, that, that seek to to kill, steal, and destroy, Father. And, and I just pray and uh, thank you for vindication for our community, Father. I pray for vindication for our community, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for, for, for each one of the groups, Lord, that are seeking to, um, um, uh, I guess, get 501c3s, Father. I just pray and ask that you help each one of those communities, um, each one of those groups, Lord, to uh, find ways to work together, Father, just to find ways to, to be tolerant of one another, Father, even in the community itself, Father, targeted community. Lord, just help us to, to, to just be tolerant of one another, Lord, to be long-suffering and, and develop the fruit of the Spirit, Father, with, within the community, Lord, in order for us to be able to work together, to live together, to be able to try to communicate with one another, Father. We have to learn to to be tolerant, Lord, and to develop, to develop the fruit of the Spirit, Father, that will carry us a long, long way, Father, because we know that uh, um, these are um, uh, helpful, helpful um, uh, characteristics, Father, that we all need for our everyday lives, Father, that will help us even even when it comes to our enemies, Lord, even when it comes to our enemies, Father. Your word says that you will make our enemies our footstool, Father. Lord, we just look to you. We cast our cares upon you, Father. And we pray and ask that you bless us, Lord. Bless our lives. Help us, Father, to draw close to you, Lord, not to act out of our own uh, our feelings and emotions, Father, because um, we know, Lord God, that, that you have the, the right answer. You, have, you know exactly what needs to be done. And uh, we just pray that we can just get out of our own way, Lord, and just to cast our cares on you, Father. Help us, Lord. Help us to learn how to do that, Father, considering that we have so much coming against us every day, Father, every single day. But help us, Lord, not to feel bogged down, Lord, to feel that things are just insurmountable. Help us, Father, to find refuge in you, find refuge in your word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thank you, Lord, that your word lights up dark places, Father. It's the word of God that's quick and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. Father, we, we love you so much. Help us to remember these things, Lord. I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hold on, Em. I got to unmute. Em? Um, 
Pam, you want to pray? Pam? Pam, darling. I think that's Andrea. It's not Ann. Ann? Did I, did I lose? No, Ann says him. No, I think the story is Andrea. <laughs> Let me let that go. Um, and if you say something, I'll hear you on my other line. Okay. Let's take a look. Boy, I thought somebody else was on prayer. Blessed by Your Enemies. This is Joel Osteen's book, Blessed in the Darkness, How All Things Are Working for Your Good. We all know that God can bless us. He can show us favor, promote us, heal us. But what we don't know, but what we don't always realize is that God can use our enemies to bless us. What you think is the disappointment someone has caused, that person has left you, that co-worker who's trying to make you look bad, that friend betrayed you, you may not like it, but you couldn't reach your destiny without it. It's all part of God's plan to get you to where you're supposed to be. That's difficult to see when you're going through it. Is this coming in okay? Yes. Oh, okay, great. All right. If it wasn't for if it weren't for Goliath, David would be known only as a shepherd boy. Goliath was strategically placed in David's path, not to defeat him, but to promote him. Without Goliath, David would never have taken the throne. Don't complain about your enemies. Oof, that's a tough one. What may look like a setback is really a setup to get you to your throne. God could have used King Saul, who had the authority to promote David. All God had to do was move on Saul's heart and tell him, promote that young man. But God chose to bless David through his enemies, in this case, not through his friends. That's why we don't have to play up to people and try to convince them to like to like us, thinking maybe they'll give me a good break. God doesn't have to use your friends or associates. He can use your enemies, your critics, the people who are trying to push you down. He'll use them to push you up. After David defeated Goliath, you never read anything more about Goliath. He was created for David's purpose. Part of his destiny was to establish who David was. In the same way, God has lined up divine connections, people who will be good to you, encourage you, and push you forward. He's also lined up people who will try to stop you, people who will try to make you look bad and discourage you. There are Goliaths ordained to come.
come across your path. Mm. If you don't understand this principle, you'll get discouraged and think, God, why is this happening to me? Song of a T.I. That opposition is not there to stop you. It's there to establish you. Oof. When you overcome, not only will you step up to a new level of your destiny, but everyone around you will see the favor of God on your life. When Goliath steps in front of you, and you know, if you're T.I., we all got Goliath. In 2002, we received word that the Hudson Rockets were moving out of the compact center and the city leaders were thinking about selling it. We needed and had been looking for a larger auditorium. When I heard this news, something came alive inside me. I knew the building was supposed to be ours. Word got out in the city that we were interested in it. There was a lot of talk about what should happen to this building. A friend of mine was at a luncheon with some local high-powered business executives. One of the executives, a very influential man, he found out that my friend attends Lakewood. This executive began to talk about the compact center and how opposed he was to our buying it, and how terrible, what a terrible thing it was that we would be that that would be for the city. He said that it should remain a sports arena, and that by no means should the city allow a church there. And on and on. Some of the other people at the table joined in, laughing about it, making fun, saying, ah, we didn't have a chance in the world to get it. Finally, the executive looked at my friend and said sarcastically, it will be a cold day in hell before Lakewood gets that building. My friend called me afterward and told me about the discussion. I thought, thanks a lot for the good news. But the truth is that discussion was ordained by the creator. That executive was one of those Goliaths who God strategically places in our path. When I heard how much he was against us, something rose up inside me. I had been determined before, but now there was a holy determination. I had a few, a new new passion. Every time it got tough, tempted to get discouraged and to think it wasn't going to work out, I would recall work a cold day in hell and instantly get my passion back. Sometimes God will put up. He'll allow critics, naysayers, discouragers, and even some haters so that when you're tired and feel like giving up, thought of them will help you shake it off and keep moving forward. Not because you feel like it, but because you don't want to give your enemies the joy of seeing you defeated. Sometimes you'll have a smile on your face just so that person who hurt you doesn't see you discouraged. This is not because of spite or pride, but a holy determination. God uses the negative to keep us stirred up. Wow. God uses the negative to keep us stirred up. Well, then. For the T.I.'s boy, he must want us being stirred up. He must want us on a psych cycle. Although the business leader who was against us doesn't realize God used him more than he used my friends. He was one of the instrumental people in our getting the compact center. The funniest thing is that he wasn't for us. He was 
dead set against us. God used our enemy to bless us. If I ever see that man, I need to buy him dinner, McDonald's, I'm thinking. <laughs> Write some of my enemies a check. If they hadn't been against me, I wouldn't have prayed so hard. If they hadn't made fun of us, I might have given up when it seemed overwhelming. If they hadn't tried to push me down, to talk me out of it, to tell and tell me I didn't have what it takes, I might have settled where I was. It was their opposition that pushed me forward. Many times your enemies will do more to catch, to push you to success than your friends. There's a table prepared for you. I said to God, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. God brings you through the dark valley of opposition. He's not going to do it in private. He's going to do it in such a way that all your enemies can see. He has blessed you. Our building is on the second busiest freeway in the nation. You can't drive in the city of Houston for very long without seeing God has done for Lakewood. Every time that man who said we never get the center drives by, I can imagine something whispers in his ear. It's a cold day in hell because we're right here. You may be up against a civil enemy right now. An enemy to your health, to your finances, to a relationship. It may look as though it's never have this new perspective. God is preparing the table right now. He ain't taking the food out of the oven. They're setting the placemat. Gabriel's pushing the fishing, the finishing touches on the meal. Any moment you're going to hear dinner is going to say it's time. Here's the meal I've prepared for you. It's not going to be a little fast food meal tucked over in a corner where nobody notices. God is going to prepare a table for you as he did for David, as he did for us. We're not just all your friends can see it, but even your enemies, the doubters, the critics, the people who said it wouldn't work out are going to see you blessed healed, promoted, vindicated in positions of honor and influence. In one sense, God used Judas more than he used the other disciples. Judas was ordained to betray Jesus. That was his purpose, to try to stop him. It wasn't just his idea. It was part of the plan of God. At the time, it seemed like a bad break. But had he not betrayed Jesus, there would not have been a crucifixion. And without the cross, there wouldn't have been a resurrection. And without a resurrection, we wouldn't have redemption. We celebrate Mary, the mother of Jesus, giving birth in the manger. We celebrate John baptizing Jesus and the dove coming down from heaven. And we celebrate Peter, James, and John walking with Jesus and being his friends. But at the same time, the man who betrayed Jesus, the one who sold him out for 30 pieces of silver, was just as critical to his destiny, if not more, than the others. What am I saying? Don't complain about that person who betrayed you. If they walk away, they didn't set you back, they set you up. If that had not happened, you probably wouldn't get to where you're supposed to be. If they overlooked you, tried to push you down and lied about you, it might not it may not have been fair. But nothing happens by accident. If God allowed it, he knows how to use it for your good. What if Jesus had gotten upset and said, God, I'm your son. How could you allow this man to betray me? 
He's one of my main disciples. Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him, but he didn't try to stop him. He didn't try to talk him out of it. He said at their last supper, the one to whom I give this bread is going to betray me. He handed it to Judas and said, go do what you're going to do quickly. Jesus understood that betrayal was a part of his destiny. Too often we fight what doesn't go our way. We get upset. We become bitter. But the longer I live, the more I realize that nothing happens by accident. If you keep the right attitude, God will even use the opposition to bless you. Mm. Remember that Jesus understood that betrayal was part of his destiny. The enemy will be used to bless you. I talked to a well-known minister one time. For over 50 years, he had gone around the world doing so much good. Most people were very appreciative and received him well. But in his hometown, the editors of the local church never liked him. They were constantly finding something bad to write. He could do 100 things right, but they wouldn't report on that. They would find that one thing they didn't like and make a big, big deal about it. This went on year after year. He had an interesting perspective. He told me if it wasn't for that newspaper, I wouldn't have accomplished as much, I asked. What do you mean? He answered, that newspaper not only kept me on my knees, but it gave me the fuel to prove them wrong. This minister went on to build a beautiful university in that city, which tens of thousands of young people have attended. Towards the end of his life, when he was retired, that paper's editor finally had a change of heart. They wrote a big front-page article that celebrated everything he had done. It was as though God had waited on purpose. God knew that enemy, even though my friend didn't like all the criticism, was making him better. It kept him stirred up. He was more determined and more diligent and couldn't let his guard down. There are some things we don't like, some things we may even be praying for God to take away from us. But if he removed them, we wouldn't reach our highest potential. That opposition is making us stronger. Those people who try to push us down, the betrayal, the disappointments, none of these things can keep you from your destiny. God has the final say. If he hasn't removed it, it means that it's working for you. He strategically places the Goliaths, the Judases, the critics, the opposition in our lives. Without Goliath, you won't make your throne. Without Judas, you won't reach your destiny. Without the naysayers, you won't become all you were created to be. In the scripture, four men carried a paralyzed man to see Jesus. When they arrived at the house, it was so crowded inside, they had to take him up on the roof and lay him down through the ceiling. Let him down through the ceiling. At one point, Jesus said to the man, your sins have been forgiven. Some of the religious leaders were offended and began to murmur to themselves. Under their breath, they said, who does he think he is that he can't forgive sins? Who does he think he is? He can't forgive sins. Only God can do that. The scripture says Jesus knew their thoughts. They were trying to be discreet, trying to hide their reaction. But he knew full well what they were thinking. Jesus said to them, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or rise, take up your bed and walk. 
to prove to them he was the son of God, he turned the paralyzed man and told him to rise up. The man stood up perfectly well. When they saw him stand up, I'm sure the religious leaders nearly passed out. They said to one another, we've never seen anything like this. Here's my point. If the religious leaders had not been murmuring, complaining, criticizing, maybe this man wouldn't have been healed. Jesus could have just forgiven his sins and moved on. But right in the midst of their murmuring, Jesus healed him. When people are talking about you, trying to make you look bad, trying to push you down and keep you in a dark place, don't worry. God sees and hears them. They're putting you in a position to be blessed in a greater way. You don't have to straighten them out. Don't get involved in battles that don't matter. Let them talk, just as, just as with this man. God will use your enemies to bless you. Some of the favor you've seen, some of the good breaks happen not because of you, but because of the people who try to stop you. They put you in a position for promotion. I always thank God for my friends, but I've learned to thank God for my enemies, too. Without the murmuring, the paralyzed man might not have been healed. Without Goliath, David might not have been taken the throne. The betrayal of Judas eventually led to the resurrection of Jesus from the grave. Without the executive who was against us, we might not have our building. You need, we need to see Every enemy, every adversity, every disappointment in a new light. The opposition is not there to defeat you. It's there to increase you, to make you better. A man told me his business had dwindled down to nothing and looked as though it wasn't going to make it. Make matters even worse, one of its main competitors had gone on a radio show and talked about it in a very unfavorable light. The competitor had been extremely critical and had talked about how this man's business just wasn't up to par. It looked as though though that would be the final blow that put his business under, but it was just the opposite. When the competitor competitor talked about it, he drew attention to the business and things started turning around. New clients started calling, and today it's going stronger than ever. It is than ever. It has been it has surpassed the competitor's company. What happened? God used that businessman enemy to bless him. God has all kinds of ways to meet our needs. He can use our critics to promote us. He can cause our obstacles to become stepping stones. He knows how to take what was meant for our harm and use it to our advantage. Don't be intimidated. In the early 1900 cotton farmers in Alabama were facing a major challenge. A tiny insect called the boll weevil had migrated from Mexico to the Corin Belt, and it was quickly destroying the crops. They tried everything they could get to get rid of it. They tried to exterminate it with all kinds of chemicals, and they even came up with a new class of insecticides, but to no long-term avail. Eventually, all they could do was sit back and watch their livelihood be eaten away. A very dark place to be in. But one day, a farmer had an idea. He said, instead of planting our normal cotton crops that we know can't survive, let's plant peanuts. The others looked at him as though he had lost his mind. They said, peanuts? We can't make a living off of peanuts. 
Eventually, he convinced them to try it, and they went to work. They discovered that the ball weevils didn't like the taste of peanuts. Their crops took off in a way they had never seen. They made more money off of peanuts in a few months than they would normally make all year long. In fact, when the boll weevils were diminished, many of the farmers didn't go back to their normal cotton crops. They stuck with the peanuts. God used that worm, the boll weevil, to bless them with prosperity. God works in mysterious ways. You may be dealing with some type of boll weevil in your life right now. My encouragement is that you stay in faith. Peanuts are coming. What you think is a setback is really God setting you up to do something new. Don't sit around complaining about what didn't work out and who did you wrong. That's just a bold weevil. It's something that looks as though it's there to destroy you or hurt you. But in fact, God sent it to launch you to a new level. The next time you see that person at the office who's always talking about you, trying to make you look bad, just think to yourself. They're just a bold weevil. They think they're bringing me down, but I know the truth. God is using them to push me up. God said he would make your enemies your footstool. That means that when something comes against you, persecution, betrayal, disappointments, instead of letting it be a stumbling block that makes you go down, if you stay in faith, God will turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones that cause you to go up. When I was 10 years old, I played a little league baseball. I was very small for my age. In fact, I was always the smallest player on the team, and people called me Peanut. We were in the middle of an important game, and the stands were full. Everybody was closely watching as I stepped up to bat. When the opposing coach saw how small I was, he stepped out of the dugout and began to holler to his players in the outfield, come in closer, come in closer. He was waving both arms in the air, making a big scene. He might as well have yelled, the kid is a loser. He's too small. He's not up to par. (laughs) He can't hit. Everybody in the stands was watching him. I was standing at home place, so embarrassed that for a moment I felt like hiding. The outfielders came right behind the infield. Nobody was in the outfield. All I could think of was, jeez, that he must have seen my brother Paul play. When I saw the outfield shift, the opposing team had put out something. It came over me. I thought, that coach doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know what I can do. He didn't breathe life into me. He doesn't determine my destiny. I am a child of the Most High God. I can do all things through Christ. I might have been small, but when the pitcher threw the ball, I swung as though I were 10 feet tall and I gave it everything I had. I connected perfectly, and that ball took off. It went way over the heads, took two bounces, and hit the fence. Because nobody was in the outfield, I made an inside-the-park home run. Here's what I want you to see. The next time I got up to bat, that coach stepped out of the dugout with just as much enthusiasm, just as much fanfare. But this time... He started hollering to his players, back up, back up. I smiled and thought, now I like how that sounds. 
In the same way, the enemy will come against you in thought, saying, you'll never be successful, you'll never break that addiction, you'll never get out of that problem. You can either believe those lies and let them talk you into mediocrity, or you can do as I did as a 10-year-old and say, no, you don't determine my destiny. You don't set the limits for my life. You don't give me breath. You don't know what I'm capable of. I may look small, but I'm full of resurrection power. When you rise up in faith like that, you won't be defeated by your enemies. You'll be promoted by enemies. You do that a few times, and he'll start telling his forces, back up, back up, back up. He's more powerful than he looks. Don't mess with him. He's highly favored. He's more than a conqueror. The scripture says, do not be intimidated by your opponents. Don't be intimidated by what somebody says. Don't be intimidated by that sickness or how big the obstacle is. You are not weak. You are not lacking. You are full of can-do power. The greatest force in the universe is on your side. It may be Friday, but Sunday is coming. After the death of Joseph, the people of Israel living in Egypt were blessed and increased greatly in numbers to the point that many years later, Pharaoh feared them and put them under slave masters to oppress them with forced labor. But something interesting happened. The scripture says, the more Pharaoh afflicted them, the more the Israelites multiplied. Pharaoh thought he was stopping them, but in fact he was increasing them. Sometimes when God wants to promote you, he doesn't send you a good break. He sends you an enemy. Mm. He'll cause a pharaoh, a supervisor perhaps, to turn up the heat. Mm. Okay, almost. He'll send a... He'll put you in an unfair situation. Don't get discouraged. The more opposition, the more you're going to increase. We may not like it, but we grow under pressure. Our character is developed, and we discover talent that we didn't know we had. Pharaoh, by oppressing them with slave labor, was trying to restrict the Israelites to squeeze them, to put them under pressure. When you wash your car at home, you know that the water that comes out of your hose is going to shoot only about three or four feet. But when you want to really spray the car off, you need the water to go further. So you put your thumb over the end of the hose and restrict the flow of the water. You might think that when you restrict it, less water would come out, but that's not the case. When you restrict the water, the same amount shoots out. But because it's under so much more pressure, it shoots out 15 or 20 feet. It goes many times further than it did with no pressure. In the same way, when the enemy puts you under pressure, he thinks he's going to stop you. What he doesn't realize is that all that pressure is going to cause you to shoot out further. When you feel restricted, when you face opposition, don't be discouraged. Get ready to shoot out. Get ready for new levels. Get ready for promotion. The pressure is not going to stop you. It's going to increase you. When Jesus was about to be crucified, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, which literally means the place of pressing. It was on the olive groove. The only way to get the valuable oil out of the olives is to press them. If you've never put, if you're never put under pressure, 
if you never have to stretch your faith, endure, overcome, and persevere, you won't tap into the treasures God put on the inside. On a Friday, Jesus was nailed to the cross, incredible pressure. On Saturday, he was in the grave fighting the forces of darkness, restricted. But on Sunday morning, he came shooting up out of the grave. Death couldn't hold him down. One message of the resurrection is that God uses our enemies to bless us. Maybe you feel restricted today, pressured as though you're being squeezed. It's Friday, don't worry. Sunday is coming. The pressure is going to cause you to shoot out. When you see where God takes you, the favor, the blessings, the promotion, you're going to look back and say, as the psalmist said, it was good that I was afflicted. David would tell you that it was good that Goliath showed up. Jesus would say that it was good that Judas betrayed him. And I can tell you that it was good that the executive was against us, and it was good that Coach said I was too small. The Israelites will tell you that it was good that Pharaoh restricted them. It may not have been comfortable at the time, but one day you will say, that enemy didn't defeat me. That enemy blessed me. He blessed me. Now stay in faith, for God has your back. He wouldn't allow the pressure if it weren't going to work for your good. It may be Friday in your life. But Sunday is coming. You're about to shoot out stronger, healthier, promoted, vindicated, and better off than you were before. Stand on God's word, T.I.s. This was a message for us. Know that this sick program can be used to advance your life, change your life. It's a lot of maturity, a lot of growth a lot of sacrifice, a lot of tears, and it is uncomfortable. But if we reap the benefits and let that devil know, I give God all the praise and the honor. If I never knew about spiritual warfare, I know about it now. If I never knew that God gives favor, that favor can take you across this nation, this program has taught me that very well. So what the devil meant for bad, each and every person, download a listener, participant, God wouldn't have, you wouldn't be on this phone on a Friday night praising God, growing in God, learning more, had it not been for this sick program. So God, I give you the praise and the glory. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that the demons are coming down. I thank you, God, that what they thought they were doing for harm, it, it just let us know the authority that we have over demon forces, that we are under your will, Heavenly Father, and that nothing can happen to us without you allowing it. We ask you, God, to keep that hedge of protection over each and every one of us and keep us growing closer and closer to you, Lord. God, we thank you and we praise you. I ask you for a special blessing, Lord, for our seniors, my mother, continual blessings, Heavenly Father, from her head to toe. Amy's mother, Anne's mother, cover them from head to toe, Lord. And our grandchildren and our children, our nieces and our nephews, Lord, bless them. We thank you for giving them to us. and Let us be a light in their life, Lord. 
Let them be able to look at us and be we can be an example. Let us use this program. Let them see how to deal with hardship. Things may be rough, but we're out. We're, you, you see, you see, Auntie, you see, Mommy, you see that we, we, we praying. Lord, teach us to anoint our children with oil before they leave that house, and pray over them. Let that devil know he can't have them. They're covered by the blood of Jesus. God, we thank you for the blood. We thank you, God, for countermeasures against evil, wickedness, dark forces, people criminally using spiritual forces. God, we thank you that we don't have to resort to the level they did. But I come against every ritual they did, as particularly children's sacrifices. God, I decree and declare that those sacrifices will be null and void, will have no impact that these demons will come down and they will be exposed and they will have the, the gift of babbling. They will babble everything they did for the specific purpose that it not be replicated on earth again. And that book they're using will be destroyed. The scripts will be destroyed. God, we praise your holy name. We magnify you. We exalt you. Thank you for the privilege of prayer. Thank you for Joel Osteen's book. And um, let me just uh, summarize real quick the little, he has some summaries here, what I read. He said, there are Goliaths ordained to come across your path. Many times your enemies will do more to push you to success than your friends. Jesus understood that betrayal was part of his destiny. You need to see every enemy, every adversity, every disappointment in a new light. The opposition is not there to defeat you. It's there to increase you, to make you better. What you think is a setback is really God setting you up to do something new. The only way to get the valuable oil out of the olives is to press them. Mm. Amen. Okay. Any comments? I guess I better start coming earlier. I I thought it was I loved it, Miriam. I thought it was it, it was very inspiring. Thank you, Nancy. Uh-huh. I thought it was yeah. just me. Um, I really enjoyed this man's book. I I did too. I mean, I I what you read was um was very inspiring. It just sort of helps you to see things from obviously, you know, from a different perspective. Um and how God is in absolutely everything, you know, um and that there's a lesson in in everything. Um I mean, you you can use every opportunity to 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 find God in everything that happens, you know. Uh, so I guess we just kind of have to ask ourselves when things happen. You know, what is it? What is it that God wants me to learn from this, or 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 you know, what is God really doing here? You know, we have to ask those kinds of questions, especially if we really, again, if we really believe that God is in everything. I really, I really, um. Enjoyed the fact. I really like the fact that that you know when he said that 
um, when Jesus just told Judas, you know, go and do what you're going to do, because he, he knew it was like preordained for him to do that. Um, so, you know, and even with that in mind, it makes me think, okay, well, was it preordained for Adam and Eve to fall? You know, uh, and, and um, you know, fall in the, you know, Garden of Eden? Was that preordained as well? And so that the world can begin as it did, because if we were all still in a paradise state, then I guess we wouldn't really know very much, I suppose. So, um, so yeah, so that makes you think about that as well. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Thanks, man. Thank you for being here, for enjoying it with me. Yes, I enjoyed it, too. Not by it, Nancy. I, I do not believe there would be as many TIs talking about some human rights activists had it not been for this program. It's too easy to get your white picket fence, your beautiful house, your so-called American dream, and forget about people that don't have anything. This program is a level of compassion. You are concerned for other people. You know, am I am I correct? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. This thing brought brought out a side. You know, I always thought I was just a, a teacher, um, English, Spanish. You know, grammar. I mean, all of a sudden, I, you know, you know, I I thought what law. I can, I've got my law packet now. I teach a law class. I teach how to write a lawsuit. Um, you know, the affidavit. I mean, it, it, you know, with the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. Yes. Anne? Anne, are you here? Yes, I'm Anne. here. Anne, darling. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I really enjoyed it, too. I think there's a lesson there, too. That uh-huh. I think there's a lesson in, in that to look at things from uh, the adversary's um, point of view, and God is always in control, in control of everything, and he will turn those things that your adversary and meant for bad for you into good. And I think it's a great message there that he's always in always in control and always in charge. And most importantly that we're going through this because there's something he wants us to, to you know, there's something he's gonna bring out of us. Absolutely. Um I think you've become a much stronger person and what about what do you think? I think that's true. I think uh, I think I I've learned things um, to be um, um, I, I'm sorry for the correct word um, to be I, I can't come up with the right word. Well, I told you I thought I felt that you was in this to be some type of minister. I told a very soft-spoken, 
there's a gentle ministry that God has for you. You're just going to be able to offer, you know, this gentleness that these that people need. They won't be Well, he wants us to take this time to learn so that we can use our skills when we when he when he opens that door. That's one good thing about this program. You know, that it has us you know, if you get hit with this, it should have you thirsty for the word of God. Absolutely. Yeah, the only power over evil is the power of God. Right. I do thank God. Mm-hmm. Word of God tells us that He will make our enemies our footstool. Right. But I do hope people, you know, wake up to the issues that we're standing against, such as eugenics. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Billy Graham did a beautiful job as a minister. It just hurt my heart to see they had thrown in pneumonia and cancer. I said, ah. But when people don't know about this type of program, you know, they could have slipped in any injection on him. I don't think it's a normal process to go out with pneumonia and cancer. You know? Mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman went across the earth. She ain't had doctors and nurses in her face, and she didn't have to go out, like, you know, over some eugenic cause. So I, I continue to pray, Lord, when our time comes to leave this earth, do not let it be affiliated with any programming of the eugenicists. In the name of Jesus, I please the blood of Jesus on that. To cover each and every one of us from all eugenic programs and keep us under your blood in good health. In Jesus' name. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.